This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 105.3 FM HD2. This is Tom Fitzmorris with the second chorus of The Food Show. It's a program about eating and everything that goes with eating. And uh, we invite you to take participation in our little broadcast here. We uh, just have... Lots and lots of things to talk about. If there is uh, a dish that you've ever wanted or you've had, you want to know how to make it, you don't know where, which restaurants are making that uh, thing, whatever it is, uh, call us. Uh, I'm not trying to pretend that I know everything. It certainly isn't. I don't. But uh, somebody out there will very likely know the answer to your question and uh, just somebody who calls our show. So uh, take advantage of it. doesn't cost you anything, and we would love to... Uh, uh, host you for, uh, for the time you were here. 260-6368. That's our dial-in number. 260-6368. Somebody, is there anybody on hold? I don't think so. 260-6368. If not, I wanted to bring up something that was brought up in the last hour, and that was uh, the um, the famous uh, uh, Lone Eagle. Lone Eagle. Thank you. And he was he was a, one of the great names in the history of flight. Mm-hmm. Of, of Lindbergh, flying Charles Lindbergh. Charles Lindbergh, yes, very good. Mm-hmm. But anyway, backing up a little bit, um, we have this uh, the uh, um, the uh, the way this is put together. If you, you you can make a sandwich out of a square piece of bread. Or you could use it out. You can make it out of uh, sheets of paper because you can have the same exact thing. What you do is you cut two um, uh, right next door to one another uh, slices of bread. Slices of bread into very wide ones, and then at the edges you have them tapering into the corner. And you sort of flip this on its uh, on its side, and then you pull it all together. And then you have something that looks like uh, an airplane. I know that sounds ridiculous, but they used to uh, sell that in the uh, old college. Uh, college so they in. made it as a tribute to Charles Lindbergh. That's right. The, I see. What was his okay. nickname? Because he had a famous name. Uh, nickname. Charles. The Lone Eagle, oh. yeah, hence, uh, <clears throat> hence the name. Yeah, I see. Okay. All right. So uh, now that we've... And then after we started talking about that, Uh we came up with another question, (laughs) Yeah. which is, does anyone remember much about the old college in... Thank you. (laughs) Emil Ruffin, that was his name. Mm -hmm. Emil Ruffin was a very cute man, and, uh, and he was pretty much a staple at the old version of Ye Old College Inn, which, as I recall, was pretty much wood, right? Just mm-hmm. wood. Well, a lot of it anyway. Yeah. And it was it was definitely in need of a redo, although you wouldn't want to redo something that was that woody. <laughs> I wouldn't anyway. 
And so Katrina took care of that, wiped it out, and now the new Yield College Inn is really only similar to the old one in name only. Anyway, 260-6368, if you have any remembrances of Yield College Inn, yeah, I, I know a I lot do. of people do. I remember when I was a uh, middle... Jesuit, I would imagine. You hung yeah. out there a bit. Huh? Exactly. On my way home, I, I would sometimes just pop in there and have a burger Seems or whatever. Seems like the perfect place for Jesuit guys to pop in. Well, the other thing we had a lot of times is was uh, tamales, hot tamales from... Well, yeah. Jose, no, not Jose, Jose, what was their name? Manuals. Manuals, hot tamales. Yeah. That's like a walk-up kind of thing, and this was a sit-down restaurant. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'm sure that there were a lot of Jesuit guys that would, you know, just come in for yeah. dinner and after-school snack and stuff yeah, like that. because it was right across the street. The uh, That wasn't true of, uh, of the... Uh, Ye Old College Inn? Ye Old College yeah. Inn, right. All right, 260 is the number of the Lone Eagle. Now, the, I've never had one of those. No? I don't hmm. think you put it some sounds like it. very Jeez. much of anything. It sounds like it's sort of like a a lame version of a club sandwich. It's for kids, basically. Ah, I mean, okay. it, that's, well, I eat like a kid, as you've told and, me many times. And especially, you know, if the, the adult who's sitting at the table uh-huh. kind of re uh, rejiggles all the pieces yeah. of them and then puts it on the table and then he gets his kids to do one as well and uh-huh. that's that's where that came so from. sort of an entertainment thing today is also a disputed birthday oh? of the snickers bar uh, which was rolled out in 1930 hmm. and in your almanac you mentioned the mars company and i remember a book mm-hmm. that i read many years ago called the chocolate wars i remember that that was a terrific book yeah it really was a fascinating book about actually the chocolate wars between the two major chocolate manufacturers in the united states the hershey company and the mars company and the intrigue and really it's kind of uh hard to believe I mean, I, really I guess it's hard to believe, but probably not if you've got that much money at stake and it's that big on, on such a high level of corporation. I mean, they talk about espionage and all kinds of things. And yeah, the, uh, when they really get into that, uh, they, they had such different um, mannerisms. Uh, you know, the Mars company did things one way and the... Uh, Hershey's. Hershey's had a completely approach, a different approach. They did. To, they really did. And so uh, you you found them bouncing around so back and you're forth. So you in one camp or the other. Yep, and that was very important. Uh, and, and they were pretty much within a couple of hundred years uh, apart. Uh, so they, and this, and not actually all that far from each other no, were they in terms no. of, of geographical they t- space? They weren't. Not, were not, they? Not a lot. No. Yeah. 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 Anyway, uh, happy birthday to the Snickers bar. It is supposed to be and has been for a long time the most popular ice uh, candy bar in the candy world. Candy bar really? in the world, yeah. Well, it's got the right components. It's got peanuts and caramel and, and chocolate. It's sort of like a, a chocolate moussey nougat, isn't it? Moussey nougat. Didn't you used to play for the Saints? I don't know. I could be wrong. Is that is that the right candy bar or is that a Mars bar? Well, it's got the little... It's got the sort of fluffyish 
it's not a nougat because a nougat's kind of more dense, but this is kind of a moussey thing. Anyway, I don't eat any of those, any of these things when I was eating pedestrian candy. Oh, that's uh, a candy that only people walking along on the street. Gosh, I wish I could stop hacking. Um, when you? I was eating pedestrian candy, I only ate um, Hershey's Kisses with no, no, that wasn't it. It was. Um, it was cho- now. This was a Mars product. It was M and M's, peanut M and M's, and almond M and M's. And also the uh, the little miniatures with the almonds in it, the Hershey's oh, almond yeah. bars. And then they got their dark chocolate. When Hershey got their dark chocolate uh, in the little miniatures, I switched over and never went back to anything else. And then I quit eating that kind of stuff totally. I just I just do the the 72% Trader Joe's. Uh, do you remember that when uh, those little uh, chocolates came off uh, that had the logos of either one of the two outfits that we've been talking about for the next good while? Or anyway, how uh, you had your Hershey just basic Hersh- Hershey bar. Uh, nothing in it. No, it was chocolate on the outside, and had, you know other stuff in the middle. Yeah. Then you, uh, then you had another one that had the peanuts in it. I guess it wasn't peanuts. No, it's yeah. It is peanuts. Okay, so that was. Uh, so Mr. Goodbar. N- no, that not to them yet. Where that's uh, the number one. What, Mr. Goodbar? Mis- no, no, no. The, no, uh, Mr. Goodbar. Hershey's was, with almonds. Hershey with almonds. What's the, the number one? That we were just talking about a minute ago. Snickers? Uh, Snickers. Yeah. Um, no, but there's something with like a little, it's not a very dark chocolate mousse. It's like a it's like a boring kind of light chocolate, airy kind of moussey thing. And I don't know what that is. I think it might be a Mars bar. Could is be. Is there such a thing? But it was pointed out by a lot of people that there you could not buy one of those small uh, mm, a chocolate. A miniature? Like you would get on a Halloween uh, you couldn't get them made with uh, just the little round uh, crispers in there, you know. Oh, the crunch bars. Crunch bars, but what was the like name? Rice of Rice Krispies. Yeah, but what was the name of those? They had a, know, their I'm own failing. name. I'm failing. See if anybody knows. Crunch if, well, bar. Huh? Let's do a lightning round. Crunch bar. Crunch bar. Snickers. Snickers. <laughs> I, I don't know what I don't know the rules is. I don't know. I'm uh, trying, but I don't know that much about this um, is the one that, about candies that you would find in bags on supermarket shelves. Yeah. What? I, I'm just trying to nail this down for other people, but the uh, they have little like crispy like uh, crunch. Yeah, and, and they weren't nuts at that point. They were just those little. Uh, Rice Krispies. Rice Krispies. Crunch Rice. things. Yeah. 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 What was the? What, it had its own name though. Oh. I wonder I, if anybody remembers that. <laughs> this, boy, we come up with some pretty ri- I think ridiculous. It's a crunch bar, Tom. Uh, Just like a crunch bar. I could be wrong though. No, there's there's a name for it. Okay. Let's see. I, somebody. I don't know. Somebody what in the call world us and tell us. About. Please, yeah, the, because yeah. I am 260, mystified. Two six zero six three six eight. There'll be no prize for me today. Yeah. We'll we'll find somebody. I bet you somebody's <sighs> listening. Anyway. Um, so that was a fascinating book, The Chocolate Wars, if you are into mm-hmm. chocolate at all. The the uh, interminable uh, 
Well, war is the word for it. The interminable mm-hmm. uh, war. competition yeah. between these two companies and the billions of dollars at stake is a pretty remarkable story, I have to say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you ever if you're into chocolate, uh, buy this book and it's uh, it's fascinating. You you will want to eat a whole bag of them after you after you finish. Well, I usually want to eat a whole bag. Yeah, of them anyway. yeah, sure. All right. It's the food show. This is Tom Fitzmorris. It's great to be here with you talking about food, about restaurants, about cooking, about wine, all of that. If you have some thoughts one way or the other, please share them with us. Uh, with us, because we're uh, first of all we're we're like likable people, and uh, we. Uh, know for well, sure am, but... that uh, there are people who have uh, much more interesting viewpoints that uh, maybe you have or I do. Let's talk to Sal. Sal sounds good. <laughs> Sal, come on in. Hey, were y'all talking about the Nestle Crunch Bar? It's like that, but there was one in the uh, in the uh, connection, uh, the uh, vin- I think inventory. He is, Sal. I think he is. Oh, there, there was. Hershey's. Hershey's. Cracklin. Crackle. Yes. You've Crackle. got. You've got. That, well, that that was the that was one of them over here, but there was another one. No, I think he's right. Crackle. I, I, I think he's right too. Yeah, it's it's a Rice Krispie Crunch yeah, the inside only one of. I can remember. The only one yeah. I can remember with crisp rice in it. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Nestle's Crunch. Crackle. Yeah. That's it. You got it. Well, right. Sal, well, I give you a I prize, but I don't have them myself. Go ahead. That's okay. Just to hear your voice is a prize enough. <laughs> <laughs> we fooled another one. There you go. Take care. Y'all right. have a great evening. Thank you. Oh, Thanks thank for you. stopping okay. in. Two six zero six three six eight. All right. Today is also um, National Mushroom. It is stuffed mushroom day. Stuffed mushrooms. Uh, this is a very popular dish. Here in New Orleans, it is. And uh, what do you like if you were to make some of these yourself? Uh, how would you make them? What would you put in uh, mushrooms? And what else do we have in there? Well, you know, there's a lot of different ways you can stuff mushrooms. Uh-huh, yes. Most commonly, I think the stuffed mushrooms in New Orleans are crab meat stuffed mushrooms or seafood stuffed mushrooms, but usually crab meat. Garlic sardines. I, I'm, I'm crazy. You're about. still, you're still hoping for that at some point. Maybe that's what I'll do, Tom, for your birthday. I'll yep. make you some dish with garlic and sardines. <laughs> that's not cake. <laughs> cake. A garlic and sardine cake. Actually, that's not a bad idea. Never Maybe that would cure him. Anyway, 2606368 is the number. You're listening to WWL 105.3 FM HD2. And now, please, this, or shall we just keep on going? And it's fun to talk about eating, isn't it? And enjoyable in every other way. And we'd love to hear from you about whatever you have been eating lately that you thought was good. And if you found something you thought was bad, uh, call us about that, too. We're not exactly looking out for bad things that you have gotten to eat. Because uh, we just want to put the word out so in case you happen to go to it, you'll know what's coming your way. So uh, just, you know, to keep you a little bit wary. Um, Over the weekend. But I wasn't uh, finished with stuffed mushrooms. Oh, you weren't. Okay. I'm sorry. I was. uh... So stuffed mushrooms, generally speaking, around town are made with some crab meat dressing. I think that's accurate. 
you see stuffed mushrooms with shrimp and crab meat sometimes. But then you and I started stuffing them with Italian sausage. And then I got lazy <laughs> and I started just slicing a slice of Italian sausage and shoving it into the hole in a mushroom cap that was vacated by the stem. Hmm. And then you, and that actually works really well because we used to render off the Italian sausage and put cheese in there. And that was better. I'll grant you that's better. But the Italian sausage slice all by itself saves a few steps, and you can put a little piece of cheese on top of that, too. Mm -hmm. But I find that if you do sausage in mushrooms, it's very greasy when it bakes, which I actually don't have a problem with. Mm -hmm. But um, but I, I, I think I actually almost prefer a meaty version of a stuffed mushroom over a seafood version. And if anyone would like to disagree with that and talk about it, I would love to hear your opinion of the seafood stuffed mushroom versus a meatier version of a stuffed mushroom. That's one that, that, that comes up all the time around here. What? Our, stuffed mushrooms? Program. Mushrooms and, uh, and then the varying kinds of uh, uh, the in ingredients being put in the mushroom or the mushrooms the other way around and then it's uh, that's become very popular but the the point that's always being made is that if you're going to make one of those if you want to have uh, one of those uh, kinds of things you want to uh, constantly have the, uh, the the taste of the middle of that you know what I've decided <laughs> I, I think that when I buy mushrooms, I think I'm going to immediately take the wrapper off of the mushrooms and just mm -hmm. leave them in the package without the seal of a wrapper so that when they dry out, it's a good thing mm -hmm. rather than a bad thing. Yeah. Oh, Chef Andrea might be able to Chef shed Andrea a little light on that. I think he certainly will. Chef Andrea yeah. has just stepped up. Buongiorno. Buongiorno. Wait, that's morning. Yeah. Buon pomeriggio. <laughs> hey, who's to tell him he has One to do, follow the rules? One of us is confused. Anyway, it's go still ahead. daylight. It's still daylight. There you go. All right. Absolutely. Glad to be with you. It's always a pleasure. Look forward to talk to you both. And uh, right it's a pleasure. Right back at Yeah. Wonderful. Let's see. Um uh, over at Andreas, you have uh, this. We just go from one thing to the next. He's yeah, got a Valentine's Day menu, I see. Yes, we do. Yeah, it's a beautiful Valentine. Uh, on the lovers, so we have uh, some of the best dishes. Uh, of course, one of some I guess. Some of the best yeah. lovers, too. Yes, uh, the caviar well, who with. Who determines uh, that? With but not me. Caviar with smoked salmon, oysters on brochette, lots of oysters. And uh, we have some wonderful, great, great veal, great fish, uh, lots of bountiful beef, and surf and turf. So we have a lot of combination for everybody. They enjoy it to have a good, fine dining, great, very reasonable, and uh, they can we start all day, of course. That's what this year is Friday, Saturday, Sunday, uh, mm -hmm. one time weekend. So um, it's wonderful. So plenty, amply free parking, uh, great menu, great food, but um, we'd love to have you. So um, enjoy it too. 
the beauty of um, the, the do you love. Have a, uh, do you have a... Uh, ah, l'amour. Yeah. Who was that? Uh, do you... Um, <laughs> Do you have a special menu? Uh, yeah, we do a three-course yeah. meal. Uh, uh-huh. And uh, it's uh, $49 uh, with uh, surf and turf, uh, prime rib, um, speckled trout with cream meat. We have uh, so um, wonderful, wonderful dishes, uh, veal chop. Uh, we have uh, lots of uh, wonderful, several different dishes that people can enjoy. Uh, I'll give you an example. If you don't like veal, you can have fish. If you like fish, you can have beef. If you like beef, you can have poultry. Uh, nice, wonderful Long Island duckling, uh, maple leaf duck, and that we do with a beautiful raspberry sauce. This time of the year is beautiful in season. Uh, so it's really it's a, a nice menu to make everybody happy. And we have some Valentine desserts made from scratch, and here Andre in our pastry bakery shop, and uh, some great appetites. I mentioned the smoked salmon flame with the vodka, a little touch of fresh angel with a little touch of, of a soupy caviar on top. I love caviar, and it's to be one of my favorite. Um, it's really enough. Awesome. Yeah. Local caviar is something, yeah. if you've never had this before, folks, uh, put that on your list of things to try. It's really different, and it's one of the great ingredients uh, from the New Orleans area. It's I true. So. It's uh, yeah. outstanding, really outstanding. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, no, if, uh, uh, ha- not even half the price of uh, the Ocetra or... Um, uh, the uh, forget about sturgeon because sturgeon is so high, you know. For, uh, Very the high. Beluga that, comes, so. that doesn't come from our part of the world, anyway. Right, These, exactly. You know, yeah, you would think, so. okay, caviar that yeah. couldn't possibly come from New Orleans. It does come from around here. It Correct. really does. I yeah. I've seen them in my lifetime. When I was a kid, I would see these these uh, uh, fish swimming around. They had a nickname, and they were called slug monsters or something like that. Really wonderful. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, it's Andreas. He is open now uh, and uh, all day long, seven days a week, lunch and dinner, and a brunch on the weekends. Yeah. And, and don't forget that we have five private rooms. Tom, we have, a, we have five different rooms that we can accommodate from two up to 500, sit down, dinner, uh-huh. cocktail receptions, and amplified parking of about 250 cars. You can park uh, in a parking lot with no problem, uh, lots and lots of parking, but you come in, a great food, great service. We'd love to have well, you. Well, what happened to my birthday then? Ooh, oh, that's God. that's next week. No, don't worry about it. <laughs> all right, all this is at Andreas. Give him the yeah, phone number, 843 583 <laughs> Yeah, I've heard. <laughs> Happy birthday early, but, you know, we'll celebrate. Thank you, Tom. Thank you, Mary. Ciao, Bella. Andrea, ciao. Give me the give me the phone number. 834-8583. You just said it. Yeah, well, I was just trying to kill time. I see. All right. So we're back. Steven Steven is is calling early today. Welcome. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think the number one candy bar in America is the Reese's Cup. I agree. I've heard that recently. So, Um, and I do go to Hershey every year. Yes. uh, For a car show. Yeah. Does it still smell Um, like chocolate? Yes, it does. Yeah. Not as much as, you know, I had a general foods plan in my hometown where I was raised. And when the wind was right, that baker's chocolate, you could smell it all over the city. And I used to swear I used to get pimples from just smelling the the baker's chocolate. (laughs) Oh, I do love that chocolate. Anyway. Okay. So, uh, yes, I agree. Reese's. Uh, Reese's also has dark chocolate cups now. 
I know. I've but seen you know them at what? Walmart. I don't need them. I'm making my own okay. dark chocolate cups now. Well, in case you've got that urge and you don't feel like making them. They're so uh, simple to You make. could go buy them. Yeah. All right. I know. I've, I watched them made on TV. They just put they put chocolate in a uh, uh, yeah. cupcake thing. Yeah. And then put peanut butter and then put more chocolate. That's it. Simple yeah. enough. And they uh, look... And, like the Reese's, and they taste better than the Reese's, and so there mm-hmm. you go. Okay. Well, uh, and also, I think he was talking about Milky Way that had the new. Oh, that's game. it. That's it. Yes. Because you know yeah. what? That chocolate kind of does mirror the Milky Way. It's, yeah. you know, when you look out in the sky at night and the stars mm-hmm. are teeny tiny, it's got that. Mm-hmm. It's, it's got that moosey look. Yeah. Okay. I, yeah. I always thought of that as being, uh, oh, doggone it. There's a word, uh, nougat. Nougat. Okay, but nougat, yeah. real nougat, is denser than the Milky Way moose. Okay, I'll buy that. Yeah, real nougat is, is uh, what is real nougat anyway? It's, it's you, you, you beat up a very, very fine uh, uh Kind of pillow. I'm talking of, about like the Italian nougat, the real deal. Oh no, deal. Oh, that's a different story. The entire. real deal. That's kind of tough. You, you can buy that in any store all across. Uh, yeah, but what what is it? It's like egg whites or something. I, I, pretty much, it's it, it's all being whipped up and and gets foamy. It'll even float if you throw it in a in a thing of water. All right, go on, Stephen. That's it. Oh, that's it. Oh, yeah. okay. Stephen, your lists are getting okay. shorter and shorter. Are we boring you? No. Just I okay. called a little early. I tried to get in before Andrea, and then he bumped in right ahead of me. So. Oh, well. <laughs> All right. Okay. Thank you, Stephen. This okay. is the Bye. food show. Uh, I'm Tom Fitzmorris. Over here uh, is something I wrote down earlier because it, uh, it, it was not – lifting its way to the top of the pile. But anyway, uh, earlier uh, this week, we went to uh, the Mandeville Seafood uh, restaurant. Actually, it's a restaurant, and they also sell uh, fresh seafood. Mm -hmm. And uh, I haven't been there or hadn't been there, uh, but we made it there this week, and uh, we were totally blown away. Uh, we were there with some friends of ours who uh, we, we go out to dinner with every now and then. And uh, I, I could not uh, believe uh, all of the variation that they have in there. Uh, at the beginning of the meal is where it would begin. And it started off with oysters of various kinds, Rockefeller, that kind of thing. That's uh, more or less my favorite kind of food. And so I, I went over there and I talked to the chef and I said, so... Uh, Tell me, uh, tell me what's what's the story on all these oysters? He says, well, we have ten different kinds, and I said, can I have one of each? Because most restaurants will not let you have one of each. So you can have one or two or or three different ones, but not not five or or six. But over there at Mandeville Seafood, they actually had the whole lineup. They had. It was actually 12 different baked oysters that they were serving as an appetizer. And uh, I recommend this to you very, very well. It's uh, near the intersection of Highway 50, uh, Highway uh, 22 uh, with Causeway Boulevard. It's, it's not 
hard to find, although the first time you might think so. But put that on your list. The name of it is very simple, just Mandeville Seafood. That's it. All right. Let's yeah. take another break. 260-6368 is the number. You're listening to WWL 105.3 FM HD2. I, I understand that Steve is with us. Steve? Hey, guys. How you doing? We're doing fine. Thank you for First calling. Off, Tom, Mandeville Seafood is nowhere near where you just said it was. You know, I realized that. Uh, it's on 59 my between, between Florida and I-12. Yes. And okay. I, I, uh, I told Tom that we were just going to let that go before backing out of it and going through the whole thing again. And then he said, you were on the phone. He goes, he's going to do it. And I said, yeah, he is. Go ahead. Some dummies go call up and do it for you. Yeah. Okay. I got you. Uh, Marianne, you know that little, uh, cute little old man, a cute little old lady that is so famous in New Orleans? They, they am us now. What? <laughs> what? I beg to differ. She says hacking. She says what? <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> I was the other night. I was well the other morning. I went out to pick get my garbage can and bring it in, and I started laughing. I said, "It's me. I'm that cute little old man in the neighborhood. Thank goodness my whole neighborhood's getting older, so." I'm not the only one, but we're that cute little – doesn't matter how tall they are or how big they are or whatever. It's the cute little old man. You know, that cute little old man over there at the grocery store, you know? You know him. Mm-hmm. You know what? This is, this is really uh, – we went to – I went to a, a reunion, and I was really – I think I was only like 35. And um, it was a maybe a 20-year a high school reunion. Okay. And I remember saying, as I watched people come in, I remember saying, oh, look at Mrs. So-and-so. What are they doing here? And then I realized it wasn't Mrs. So-and-so. It was my peer. It was daughter. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. All right, Steve, anything else to say that isn't depressing? (laughs) Let me, the, let me, let me what's, try real hard. Um, <laughs> no, I guess I'm pretty depressing today when you realize that you're that little old lady. Okay, don't, I beg your pardon. Lady. I refuse to realize that. <laughs> All right, later. Take care. Bye. Thanks for stopping in. Two six zero six three six eight. That was the one time, Tom, that yeah. I wasn't going to fight you for dismissing people. I would have dismissed him myself on that call. Oh, well, I, I'm, I'm terribly sorry. Anyway, I went to Vera's today. So did I. For lunch. Hmm. What a coincidence. Yeah, it is. Anyway, um, we had, it was, they, they have this lunch thing there. Yeah, 10 bucks. It's like nine ninety nine. Well, 10 And they have five or six different choices. And you got the, you got the basket of fried fish, which was the biggest piece of fish huge, huge I've ever seen. Yeah, piece it was of, of uh, it catfish. Was, it was fried. perfectly fried. Mm-hmm. It was golden brown, to Beautiful. be sure. Yeah. And they had the fries, which I'm not crazy about. They're battered fries, but they were good enough. And I decided to get the fried chicken just because I wanted to see what it was like. 
It was an enormous pile of fried chicken. It was also golden brown, crispy, delicious, perfectly done. And I, I like the coleslaw, which had sort of a different look and feel to it. You know, coleslaw, I used to not like coleslaw because it was stuck in my mind for a long time, the kind of coleslaw that appeared on my lunch tray in school. And it was the little tiny tidbits of chopped cabbage, usually with a sort of vile nothingness of a dressing. And it, it sort of scarred me for a long time. And then I tasted some other coleslaws, most notably yours, which was a buttermilk dressing. And it was really good. And then I started... When we made the coleslaw, it wasn't the little chopped tidbits. It was like thin, thin, thin slices of long pieces of mm -hmm. cabbage. And that made all the difference in the world. And before I knew it, those horrible flashbacks of coleslaw from grade school were gone. And I was thinking about coleslaw in a totally different way. And I love coleslaw now. And even when I run into a coleslaw, like the one at Middendorf's, yep. which is very similar to the one from school. It has the little tiny bits of cabbage in a little dish, just like you would have gotten at school. I, I, I still can move past it and eat all of the other wonderful things at Middendorf's with the coleslaw, and I don't notice the coleslaw as much. But today it was a really unusual coleslaw. It was a really, it was really thin pieces of vegetables in all different configurations, and it was a thick dressing. It was really unusually good coleslaw, I thought. And, um, and the, the, uh chicken and coleslaw platter which was like 14.95 was was just like enough for 3 people and then there were some hush puppies on the table which you thought were kind of ordinary but uh our our hush puppy expert thought they were pretty good oh we yeah. have a hunch uh, hush puppy we do have uh, a hush puppy expert hush puppy. mary lee is our hush puppy oh, really? expert yes. oh well she'd be good at it yes yeah Anyway, two six zero six three six eight. Tom, on your almanac today, and I don't think this is today's almanac because that's not the one that I have. No. Yeah, I have a totally different one. But you mentioned Sorry. heavenly hash. I do. Heavenly hash. And the you one that's too. up on the on the computer, heavenly hash. Is heavenly that a New hash, Orleans thing? It is a New Orleans thing, and I can is even tell you. Is it strictly a New Orleans thing? It, it, well, I don't think so because it's too obviously a mech. Um, it's uh, good. Mix. It is very good. I mean, if you if you don't mind marshmallows, which I yeah. usually do, but I like Heavenly well, Hash well, well the, What people remember most of this is uh, what Maison Blanche, when they were still around, they had a candy department right in the middle of the of the store. Uh huh. And uh, they used to make that exact stuff the, that you you've uh, noted Referenced, over here. Referenced, yes. Yeah, and uh, and they became famous for it. And then pretty much so did D. H. Holmes, which was the other big Holmeses. Holmeses, that's right, exactly. Holmeses. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> anyway, uh, where was I? Uh, Heavenly hash. Hey, that was Heavenly hash. 
you can make it at home. It's no big deal. Now, do you think that mm -hmm. the heavenly hash that you are referring to in the department stores predates the ones that Elmer's Candy had for Easter or vice versa? Gosh, I'd, uh, we've had the guy from... Uh, yeah, Elmer's on. We can have Elm him on again, but he's probably yeah. not going to come around Easter time because yeah. they're just too busy. Yeah. And plus, they're doing like global markets now, yeah. so he's out yeah. of town a lot. Oh, yeah, they uh, they are pretty much Why the biggest... Why is everybody going to global markets? PJ's is big in Vietnam right now. I don't understand that, but anyway. Right. Um, that it, Coffee's growing so much in the United States that you can't possibly break out of your regional binds. So you have to go international now. Mm. But Heavenly Hash is something else. Yeah, so I, I wonder if, does anyone know the answer to this? Did the Heavenly Hash egg for Easter produced by Elmer's Candy locally, does that predate the Heavenly Hash in the cases and candy departments of department stores locally yeah, or my, vice versa? My, my uh, vote is for what you just said. That the heavenly hash by Elmer's predates the one in the in the local department stores. I agree. Yeah. Yes, but the one in the department stores was always better than the one Elmer's oh, well, was it, doing. Well, it was more expensive too, and they, they it was made in the house. <laughs> yeah. So that was a big deal for them. Does anyone make their own heavenly hash? Oh yeah, you can do it yourself. I was wondering if Just anyone, uh, if if how easy it is to do. I mean, I guess you get marshmallows, which are kind of yuck. Yeah. But everyone's making their own marshmallows now, uh -huh. too. I don't know what that's made out of. But when you go, you know, to some fancy restaurant, the chances are very good that they will be making their own marshmallows. While we're mm -hmm. talking history here, while we are talking history here, let's yeah. let's get down to the heavenly hash history. It was All invented right. it was invented by a department store on Canal Street at the turn of the last century. Oh, really? Yes. Mm. And in 1923, oh. Elmer's family purchased the recipe. Oh. There you go. That's how that whole thing came about. What would we do without the Oracle? Absolutely. I don't know. Well, you know, I don't know. today well, is also uh, the uh, a day for uh, homemade soup. It's the homemade soup national day today. Mm. No, but it's not appropriate for today because... It's too warm outside. Well, Doug, there's also the Vichy Soise, you know. What was yeah. the department store? What it doesn't department? say, but ah. uh, I would imagine that it's either Holmes's or Holmes's or or Maison the Blanche and Maison Blanche. Maison Blanche. Okay. All right. Two six zero six three six eight. Um, you were talking about the you actually you went ahead in your in your almanac and discussed this whole question of. Who did it first, Elmer's or Holmes's? And it, I think it's probably, well, that's a, that's a good question. Is Holmes older than Maison Blanche or vice versa? Uh, uh, that's a good question. Oracle? Can we summon the Oracle? It's which, been around a long older, time. Which is older, D.H. Holmes or, uh, or Maison Blanche? I think uh, Maison Blanche uh, is, uh, rather, the other one is the, is the, uh, the most long uh, do you remember gold rings and Krieger's? Uh -huh. I sure do. Were there any other ones locally? There were lots of them. Yeah. Uh, you know, if, if you're interested, Not I really, have. Go ahead. Well, wait. <laughs> no, I, go ahead. I'm going to show you. 
Oh, Tom is bringing out one of his no, not one vintage of New Orleans magazines that we have recently uncovered here. New Orleans magazine. Yes. And, and there's no webcam, Tom. It's just you and me. But go ahead. You can, you can show me. I'm happy to listen to it. Okay, just uh, you know. <clears throat> I can't wait for us to put out the vintage newsletter where you folks can see these incredibly cool vintage pieces that we are uncovering here like like a an archaeological dig it's pretty much that all right it really is and mary lee is working on selecting pieces from it but gets so bogged down in the reading of it that it, she's not getting anything done. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's not not too too. But bad. it is it is really uh, it is really something. It's it's so cool to see uh, trends and how they change from time to time, and they that's sure pretty do. much what is most apparent here. Two six zero six three six eight is the number. If you would like to chat with us, only eight minutes left of the show. We uh, are talking, well, other things besides food, but mostly food. If you would like to join us with that, we were most recently talking about Vera's, where we had lunch. If you've been to Vera's, uh, give us a call. We'd like to hear what you think about it. I think that it is. Um, it is. I don't know. I went today for the first time in a couple of weeks. Yeah. Where'd you go? And the first time before that was, actually that was the first time, a few weeks ago was the first time since they've switched over to Vera's. And I noticed today that they've kept uh, a lot of what was the old decor from the Camellia Cafe, but changed it. And they have these twinkling lights there which I thought were Christmas lights, but I think they're just going to leave them there, which is kind of yeah, cool because it adds of, to the yeah. atmosphere. I mean, you can't you can't go wrong with twinkling lights of any color, of any number, or of any place. Twinkling lights make everything better. Which place are you talking about? We're talking about Vera's, where we Vera's, had lunch today. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of yeah, twinkling can... lights now. Okay. You know what, yes. you, you, here's, here's the definitive story on that. D.H. Holmes, 1842. Oh, oh okay. they, they go back away. Maison Blanche, eighteen ninety seven. Ah, okay. They so, were from out of town. Maison Blanche. Yeah. Really. Yeah. Memphis, okay. as a matter of fact. I, Wait, yeah, what? Something like that. Memphis. They were from Memphis. Memphis. Yes. Okay. And so, D. H. Uh, Holmes's was local. Was totally local. local was yeah. a local family. Uh, it, you know the the uh, family that. Uh, owned D.H. Holmes. Yeah. You know, it was one, if I remember yeah. correctly. Uh, that kind of, you know, sets everything in uh, solid. Do you remember the uh, restaurant that Holmes had? Yes, it was very good. It was good. good. I thought it was really good. It, I was very sad to see it close. Very uh, much a, a favorite of a lot of people yeah. who were just were shopping, and some of them were just out on the well, town. Well, it was good enough that you could go there on your own just without shopping. That's I mean, right. I guess you would wind up shopping, but but it was uh, it was really good. I thought, and then even when it became that, it's it, this the last iteration of that restaurant. I put that in quotes. Was what is now uh, Deanie's. Deanie's. 
Oh, the, the, the location. Yeah, because you remember when yeah. right before yeah. it closed, closed, uh-huh. they had moved the restaurant to the first floor, and it had become more of a fast, fast casual kind of thing. Do you remember that? I don't remember. What was the name of the restaurant? Gosh, you know, it's another one of those things that's on the tip of my tongue. It did have a name, though, didn't it? Uh, yeah, it was. Um, okay. Well, somebody, anyway. I bet you somebody listening to us right now will know the answer to that. This is the name of, for the all-day restaurant that was in the DH Homes. Okay, so it was, like, upstairs. Yeah. And then Not prior far, to but... its exit from this world, uh-huh. it moved to the first floor. By the garage. Yeah. Okay? And now the garage is still there, but then that space became Dini's, and I don't think the space for the restaurant, the fast fast casual version, was nearly as big as Dini's is now. Yeah. It you, was much smaller, as I you're, recall. You're, yeah, you're dead on the mark on that. Yeah. I think, I think what happened was they took that space and they made it a fast casual much abbreviated restaurant and a fabric store behind it. I think that was the fabric department behind it. Because believe me, I spent a lot of time in fabric departments. And I, I think that's the way it went until it all just disappeared. Was that with Katrina? Oh, no, no. They were oh, going it, well it was before, before Katrina? Then. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, anyway, I remember they had a particularly great brown jambalaya in that space. Mm-hmm. DH Holmes had a particularly great brown jambalaya. Was it was it ever kind of cafeteria-ish or Yeah, they did have an aspect of that, but that was I out thought I in remembered the, something it was like in the that. middle of the store. Uh more mm-hmm. or less. I mean there was a uh whereas the place we're talking about and gosh the the name of that is just on the tip Anybody of my tongue. I remember the name of the uh, restaurant that Holmes. was in DH Homes. DH Homes you'd go up there and you'd go with your friends and your kids and you'd you'd have some uh, you'd have a beer or or you would have a, a, a uh, You know what would be interesting yeah. a book about that a book about restaurants that are part of department stores, particularly iconic department stores. Uh-huh. Nordstrom has a a really good one at all of their stores. Not around here, they don't. Well, there's no Nordstrom here, but Nordstrom is, you know, it's kind of like my holy grail of department stores. You know, they've got their piano player by the by the escalators, and they have a really great cafe. I forget what it's called, but anyway, Neiman Marcus. Very Jay, quickly, welcome to we the can, food show. Very quickly, yes. Jay, Jay you there? Hey guys. Hi, hey, come here. Yeah. I'm thinking D H Holmes restaurant was called the Rendezvous, but I could be wrong. That's not it. You sure, Tom? I'm positive. I think that I, sounds right. It sounds right, but it's it. That's not it. And I, I something inside me tells me that it's not. But I, I may, I don't have anything. Okay, better, we can do a so. lightning round here. Anyone else have a? Um, I, I don't know, Jay. That sounds right to me, though. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. And I'll rendezvous up, sounds like a perfect place for ladies who lunch. What? I think I have Lanyap. a menu. Uh, is that right, Lanyap. Doug? The Man. Oracle says Lanyap. Okay. Maybe. Yeah. And well, we never doubt the Oracle. The peacemaker. Tom, you yeah, remember the Peacemaker that, sandwich? That, that was on their menu. And, and it has a kind of a naughty story behind it. Well, Uh-oh. I think everyone knows. I know. <laughs> And thank God. <laughs> the Oracle's yelling. We don't have time for it. All right. Thank you, Jay. Right. I appreciate it.
I I just remember their wonderful brown jambalaya in the space mm-hmm. before its eventual demise. There you are. And then it became Deanie's, and what is left to say? <laughs> yeah, there it goes. And, and a parking lot. Anyway, all right, that's the end of the show for today. If you Talk would to you like to chat with us, you'll have to tune in tomorrow and give us a call then. We'll or be back with more, the, uh... you know, blathering about food. That's what we do. Yep. Have a wonderful evening and a great meal tonight. You're listening to WWL 105.3 FM HD2. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.